whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. Welcome to the ROI Podcast presented by the Kelly School of Business on the IUPUI campus. Julie Manning Maggot is guest hosting again with me today. She's a professor here at the Kelly School of Business Law and director of the Randall L. Tobias Leadership Center here on the IUPUI campus in downtown Indy. Julie, how are you? I am well. How are you, Shane? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And I couldn't help myself but to start off this episode with a quote from Spider-Man, where it talks about great power results in great responsibility. And I think that really plays into what we're talking about today. So we're going to be dropping a ton of knowledge on leadership in this episode. And you're going to hear from someone who's an executive at a very large company, and she's going to provide some actionable tips. So be sure to stick around and listen to some of this powerful advice. And this is all part of our Tobias Leadership Center series, which you'll hear more about later on in this episode. But if you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's episode, which was episode 13, go back and listen to that because that's going to give you a lot of background about this amazing leadership center we have here in downtown Indianapolis. Now on to the episode. Here's a question that's often asked. How do you lead a team who's so diverse from a personality standpoint? And as a manager, how do you approach two people who have two very different perspectives? Today, we're going to introduce you to Natalie Roberts, the Senior Vice President of Support at Monarch Beverage, which is a beer and wine distributor on the east side of Indianapolis. They deliver an average of 60,000 cases of product a day to customers throughout Indiana started off here as um, an intern and then when they hired me full-time I was actually hired to do inside sales. I ended up um, doing sales and a stint in HR and then one of my passions which is marketing. I was the senior vice president of marketing over time and then now I'm the senior vice president and I'm in charge of all of the support functions which is everything from accounting and finance, to marketing and public relations, government affairs, risk management, human resources, and inside sales and customer service. As you heard, Natalie has worn many hats, and she says that's something that's worked for her, learning new skills, new jobs, and getting out of your comfort zone. My basic personality is is, is I always want to know why something happens, and I'm not generally... um, okay with you know the first answer that I get. I wanted to be able to help. I wanted to be able to provide answers. If I was going to fix a problem, I needed to understand all of the pieces of the problem. Um, and uh, otherwise, I w- was likely to make a bad decision. And so what happened then is I became a little bit of an expert about you know a lot of different things. When our CEO came to me and asked if I would take on the HR manager role, I said yes. And then, in tr- true story, had to go look up what HR meant. <laughs> I admire that. That's that's pretty funny, actually. Accepting a position before you even know what the position's title means. That takes guts, but I'm sure she took it because she saw it as an opportunity to grow herself professionally. Absolutely. Think of it this way. Your CEO is putting an offer in front of you because 
they see something in you. Like you said, you see the opportunity for growth in a new role, but it also allowed Natalie to try something completely foreign to her. She recommends that everyone do that at some point. Oftentimes when I am mentoring people, I say to them, and this is not mine, I stole it from Sheryl Sandberg out of Lean, which is, you know, your career should be a jungle gym, not a ladder. Meaning you shouldn't see yourself in a linear path of what it is you think you're going to do or should be doing or or how maybe the career path typically is, um, you have to be willing to take on, take on and entertain a much wider range of responsibilities. And as you do that, then you become more and more valuable to the organization. What Natalie just said is a different way of looking at career advancement, in my opinion. I think we often look at professional growth in a very hierarchical way. But she's saying, take a different path, learn a lot, and if you do so, you become even more valuable, right? Absolutely, exactly. She, that's how she did it, moving from many different positions and eventually finding her way to that executive level. And some of that stems maybe from her own personality, but that's also what we teach at the Tobias Leadership Center. We take a very introspective approach to leadership and exposing the fellows to those many different industries and backgrounds, which Natalie says was one of the keys to her success. Then after I got my MBA, as I believe when I went through the Tobias program, mm-hmm. um, and it was instrumental really in a, a very specific way. At the time we were developing our learning and development programs and the Tobias program did a really good job of being well-rounded and giving me thoughts on, as we developed our leadership program, at what programs or what themes did we need to focus on to have well-rounded managers. Having kind of that diversity of background and that diversity of people was extremely helpful, especially because Monarch as an organization, we tend to look and act and are the same. And so the ability to hear other people's insights into how things worked in their roles or in their worlds was was invaluable. It really was. But maybe one of the most vital tactics Natalie uses as a leader, I think, is associating her employee's personality to a color. Here's what she means by that. Red is very direct. Blue is very analytical. Yellow is very happy. As a leader to this day, you know, I say, okay, I'm a red. This person that likes to say happy Monday and, you know, that I don't get what, you know, I'm like, why are you so happy and who, who cares? Uh, you know, they're yellow and, 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 and understanding that my CEO is, is a blue and which mm-hmm. is a very analytical person so that I know I need to always go in with all of the answers first. Mm-hmm. That is something we use around here often and and um, and from a communication standpoint because it is people are so different and the uh, the types of people are so different and how you communicate needs to be different you know when I hear about how personalities can be tied to a color I can't help but think of Disney's Pixar inside out movie and if you haven't seen it you should definitely go check it out in fact in the movie Yellow's name is Joy, and her name suggests she's always happy, positive, and bubbly. You know what? You can't focus on what's going wrong. There's always a way to turn things around, to find the fun. And sometimes I wonder if I'm a little bit of a yellow myself. I tend to have some of those characteristics. And there are many free like online quizzes and things where you can find out and see what color you are. So put that piece of advice into action today and see what matches your personality. That way you can take that information and use it to your advantage and also understand those around you maybe a little bit better. 
and that can especially help in handling negotiations with others. Let's be honest here for a minute. Holding a leadership position isn't always positive. Just like anything in life, it has its ups and downs. Truly, I believe some people come by leadership naturally, you know, more naturally than others. And not that you can't, you know, be developed into a leader. It's kind of a daunting thing to think about the responsibilities that people have as quote unquote leaders. It means you've taken on the responsibility of other people's lives and how they develop. And so the ugly side of it is you can screw it up. And when you do, there's there's consequences. And if you care enough about what you're doing, that should serve notice to you as your responsibilities are great. has proven herself as a leader who gets the job done and she wants to leave all of you out there listening with this final piece of advice. Understanding as a leader, understanding your strengths and understanding your team's strengths and being honest about who you are and who you are not is really important. As you know, advice to leaders, I just say, you know, just be very mindful of who you are and who you're not because it can make all the difference in the world as you lead groups and teams and projects um, because there's some things that can be harmful and some things that are very helpful and you want to you want to actually mitigate both of those well fantastic insight from natalie on this subject and i think what she just mentioned about being upfront with your employee about who you are and what your weaknesses may be you can definitely increase trust and morale, which could lead to higher retention. Because at the end of the day, they know that you're opening up to them and, and you're being honest with them. And that can be really healthy, I think, on that relationship. That's right. And it comes down to your leadership style and, and recognizing your style and the way others work. I think a lot of people can take away some tips from Natalie's experiences. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the ROI Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. And let us know what you'd like for us to talk about, whether it's on a leadership front or some other subject. And thank you to Natalie Roberts from the Monarch Beverage Company for sharing her leadership experiences. And to learn more about the Tobias Leadership Center, visit tobiascenter.iu.edu slash programs. Very good. And we will see you all next week when we'll be talking about how passion plays into your leadership success. We'll see you soon.